I could stay awake just to watch Nerb Nerb sleeping. Wait, what? Open up his mouth and start peeing. The fuck? Pull it out from between his butt cheeks. <laughs> Whoa! Finish on his back and slap a sheet up on him. Then he can run around just like Superman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Wow. Welcome um, to Org what? U. Our reviews will kill you. The review show that uh, reviews anything and everything. And uh, I am the man they know as Z. And that magical performance is brought to you by the one, the only, Scott Keebler. Barely annoying. Just barely annoying. Uh, barely. And then there's the subject of his lust, the noob noob. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel safe anymore. Like, what the fuck was that? Just look at yourselves. No, I don't want to look at myself. I don't want to look at Scott in my bed either. Nice toys are full of ugly customers. I feel ugly just talking to you. Vile. Gross. Icky. Putrid. Gunky. Bad looking. Ugly. Bad looking. <laughs> Are you going to find a Jeez, new Jeez, you took horse? that horse out. Took that horse out hardcore. Jeez. That was, that was brutal. Brutal. Um, no I, quarter. I need an adult. <laughs> Mommy! So what's on the docket today, Noob Noob? Um, a restraining order from Scott. Um, <laughs> uh, amongst other things, uh, we have some news. <laughs> That's my eternal screaming whenever I picture Scott in my room. Um, Transformers. Robots might be in disguise on Earth. Really? Potentially. Yeah. Again? We're still talking about these? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And then uh, Star Trek is is having some success on CBS All Access, and maybe it's getting balder now. Who knows? Um, then so I don't know why Saul is being rebooted, and it's being rebooted by someone that probably has no business rebooting. Um, but still, Kanye West is is um, he's he's doing stuff. He he really needs to get run over by a truck. Um, and then uh, you know Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford. Is he going to be indie forever? Who knows? Who's going to replace him? Not sure. Isn't he like 80? He's he's pretty old, but he can get blown up in a... Uh, what did he do in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? That's the best one, by the way. Um, <laughs> You're smoking, aren't yes, you? I am smoking. We told you to quit. It's not healthy for you. Then we have a bunch of reviews that I saw because I actually do work for this show, unlike some other people. Uh, John Wick, the third one, Parabellum, which coincidentally, I'll tell you what that means. It's Latin. You I sure you know what it means? I'm pretty sure I... Well, now I'm second-guessing it. He's 60% sure that he's absolutely correct. Brightburn? I know exactly what it means, so... Well, may, we'll, we'll see, see if I'm right. Yeah, Brightburn, that was pretty cool. Because it's burning. Then... Superman. We got some Netflix stuff. Catch-22. That's not Netflix. That's Hulu, but it's got George Clooney, and he used to be on ER. Uh, Wandering Earth. That's 
That Another thing of, you didn't see because yeah. I do so much work for this show. I, I, I see the real know. stuff. You watch some weird imported shit. Mm. Lucifer season four. I watched Tom Ellis be shirtless a lot in that. So yeah, how about that? He is gorgeous. God damn, I so want to go gay for him. Um, but yeah, those are the things. Yeah, we're also going to take one of those away and we're going to throw in review for bonding on Netflix. Oh yes, we had a special guest. I have. Have have a special guest? Yes, we're having a special guest. He's in Scott's truck right now, tied up, coincidentally enough. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. But he gave consent, maybe. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) It's the news! Friends, I have good news for you today. I love giving blowjobs. Um, so, oh, I turned the page wrong. Hold on. We're getting to it, people. We're getting to it. I'm disguising what the news is, just like the Transformers are apparently in real life. There's a Decepticon among us, and his name is Starscream. I don't, someone. You you literally know nothing about this. No. This story, dude. I know enough, though. There's a Transformer. His name is Starscream. He follows Megalodon. And Megatron. Megatron. <laughs> Megalodon. He follows the Isn't Megalodon that a shark. shark? He, I know that the actual plane that Starscream is is an F-15C. That's a Ford truck, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, apparently someone painted their plane exactly like Starscream. And people think there's a real Decepticon amongst us. That is an abomination and I will not accept it. Really? Well, apparently, um, the U.S. Air Force Central Command website <laughs> uploaded a pair of pictures showing off an F-C- F-15C Eagle with Decepticon symbols. People are saying Starscream's real. I mean, Wait, I would love for Starscream to be real. What country is this in? Uh, you know what? I will have to go to the U.S. Air Force Command <laughs> and see if I can find out. I don't know. You should probably do your research before we start the episode. <laughs> you mean me? I don't do the news. I just tell you what I know. Hey, news guy. Um, I... Hey, news asshole. Yo, wow. Okay. Have you done your research? No. Why would I do research? Oh, it's in Southwest Asia on May 8th, 2019. Swasia? Asia. Southwest Asia is Swasia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Starscream is Asian. <laughs> <laughs> is he, though? Is he? I mean, he really does have a Decepticon symbol on him. What is going on here? Why he, do they do this? He is. That's why he works so much better. Because he's a Decepticon? Oh, no. That was an Asian joke, I think. Oh, <laughs> he works so much harder. Oh, wow. Look at me. I don't know what... Racist stuff you jackasses are talking about. They do everything better than Americans. Okay. (laughs) Apparently it's the U.S. Air Force. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, that's a thing. So beware, people. The Decepticons are real. Yeah. Is there an Asian plane in the U.S. Air Force? (laughs) I don't know. Michael Bay's not there to fuck this one up, so maybe he's (laughs) dangerous. Um, So Star Trek has some success. On the Siesta. Star Trek. What, what was that? That was the Decepticons blowing you up. Oh, yes. Gotcha. They were blowing um, up your phone. 
And Star Trek's getting balder with the with the who's Picard by the way they're bringing a Captain sl- Picard from the, the best captain the best captain there ever was who played him Patrick actually Swayze? there's an argument over that Patrick over, Swayze Patrick Swayze yes Patrick yes. Swayze played the ghost of Captain Picard Patrick Stewart yes there you go Mag- Sir Patrick Stewart there, mind sir. you there is an argument whether Picard or Oh my gosh, Professor blank. Xavier? I just blanked on the first captain. James Tiberius Kirk? Kirk, whether or not him or Kirk were the best. One of them was smarter, the other one had sex with way more women and aliens. And you're not Lots sure which? Lots of alien sex. I'm pretty sure that was obvious, sure that the was answer Kirk. to that. Kirk yeah. had plenty Kirk of Kirk had sex, sex with multiple green, and that's, green and, aliens. And then in, in Next Generation, they had Riker, who decided to have sex with all the aliens. He also could not sit in a seat properly. <laughs> yeah, I remember the we Riker talked about that. sit. The Always Riker go sit back down. to the Riker sit. Actually, I think I need a new chair in the studio so I can do the Riker sit whenever we come into studio. Well, you know, when your balls hang that low, you gotta you gotta step so, over. I'll tell you what, I was mixed feelings about this about Picard coming back and them doing another Star Trek series with because they screwed things up royally with the last iteration of Star Trek, whatever. Which one? Discovery. Uh, Discovery. Did you watch Discovery? No. Apparently, season two has corrected all of the oh, problems. I hope so because I'm not getting to get that far. But I saw a, a teaser of this Picard series. And he goes, Picard who? I got chills, dude. Really? I got he's, I, chills. I love Patrick Stewart. He is a fantastic actor, but he's like 89 he, years he's old. Still, and he's still just as sharp Kicking as he it. was back then. He's still just good. And he's amazing. Oh. He's self-deprecating. He's funny. Oh. He's got a sense of humor. He's got Sexy all his facilities F. about him. Like, this this dude's amazing. And he's still best friends with Sir Ian McKellen. I mean, these guys are just amazing. But I saw the trailer, and it's just a voiceover of somebody else, and they're talking about, you Pickard. know, everything was good, and then you decide to leave. Why did you decide to leave? And it just is a close-up of Picard's face, and he looks up at camera. He doesn't say anything. It just gave me chills. It are was you, awesome. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Are you really going to get CBS streaming to watch this? You have to do that? You can't just get it through, like, CBS on cable? No. Nope. No, CBS that's bullshit. All access. No, that's bullshit. Yeah. Why uh, is it not on Hulu? Because it's CBS All Access. So they did not join the Hulu deal, so although the, Fox owns like... So is this the only way they'll be able to see it? It's the CBS All Access. Yep. Yes. If that's the case, then I'm not going to see it because that is bullshit. I think what else is on? Uh, isn't uh, Outer Limits on there? The... the um, Not Keegan-Michael Keel. Who's, uh, Peel. Peel. No. Keegan-Michael Peel. No, Ke- fucking Key Keegs. and Peel. Kegels, Kegels, Mike. Key and Michael Key, and Mr. McPeel. <laughs> no, the guy who directed us, Marty McDougal. Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel. Oh, you made me remember that piece of shit. Jordan Peel. Banana Peel. Doesn't he direct? He's directing Outer Limits. I don't know. I'm and the Twilight. Sure. So he redid the Twilight on Zone. CBS streaming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so the only way to sure. is to get CBS streaming is to pay for CBS Fuck. streaming. Yes, I'm writing a strongly worded letter here. Viewers, is, we will what? do our best to get our hands on those. No, this is ridiculous. I'm writing a strongly worded letter. Or you know what? Since someone in this room is already stealing both my Hulu and my DC Universe, maybe no, they can no. stay for fucking. Hey, me. Maybe they can pay for the CBS fucking package. <laughs> maybe. Maybe someone else in this room could pony up some goddamn money yeah. for fucking stealing the. Streaming services that other of us have. Drink Even though you're all stealing alcohol. my uh, my alcohol, my power, what? and my cable. 
You volunteered. And my my online we, services. We could we could do this at my house every time, but you volunteer. You're like, no, this is easier with my computers. We'll just keep doing it here at my place. Oh. You better put on one punch man after this too. I need to catch up. Does that work? Is that the way this works? That's yeah. At least as far as I could tell. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. So what's next? Uh, then Saul is being rebooted by uh, Chris Why? Rock. I, Chris Rock. I don't know a what? why Chris Rock is doing this, and He's b a huge why fan. Saul is being rebooted because Saul sucks. It does suck now. Does Saul suck? Did Saul you see sucks. Saul? See, did you see Saul? Did you see I Saul? see Saul. Did it says see Saul sucks. See, yes. So you know Chester Bennington Saul. was in one of the saws. He was. He got killed by like a car, and then he killed himself. Z, did you see yeah. Saul? Oh, of course I see Saul. No, no. Do you see Saul? Yes, I see Saul. Do you all like over. to see Saul? We can seesaw later at the seashore. You want a Superman seesaw? Seesaw, Shelly. Shelly? Seriously, Saw 1, 2, 3 were great, and then they just go Saw, completely Saw, Sally, shit. Seesaw, Shelly. How many saws are there? 13? <sighs> Fuck if I know. Because they Ten? stopped naming them the normal way. Oh, if you count the Jigsaw movie. Noob, noob. It's like Jigsaw, Saw 3D, Saw 40, 70, 2D pickles. Noob, noob. What? Hold your tongue and say, my daddy works at the shipyard. What? Why? My baby I'm not the doing that. Job. I'm not doing <laughs> And nope. he cleans up all the ashes. Okay, not going to do that. Uh, and he cleans up all the ashes. Do I really got to Google this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a bitch. <laughs> oh, noob, noob. <sighs> noob, noob. So useless. You Saw all are so useless. In order. How about Saw franchise? Why are we so... We're, while we're waiting for this... Saw 2... Three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, and then Jigsaw. Oh, okay. So there's only eight. Eight is great. More than there needs to be. Well, now there's gonna be nine. Could or there's gonna reboot it from one. Uh, I don't because the guy. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. I just know Chris Rock is a huge fan. He loves puzzles and torturing people. Well, how did Chris Rock get into this? Chris Rock's a comedian. I he don't, does, he's he a does, huge fan. He does shit with The Rock. I mean, there's nothing that he, doesn't, he does was, that... I doesn't do anything with The Rock. I'm more okay. Oh, yeah, that's Kevin that's Hart. That's Kevin Hart. Yeah, that's yeah. the other guy. You racist Yeah, fuck. that's that other black guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I got him mixed up again. Oh, it feels happens. good not to be the it. racist one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For now. <laughs> For now. this moment. Speaking of crazy black people, though, uh, Kanye West... See, I'm more okay Kanye with... Kanye's not crazy. Kanye needs to just be he ran is over. A what do you mean? He's a genius. Kanye West is fucking stupid. Yes. He scoops DD Whoop. He needs to scoop He's AIDS. challenging you. He needs to scoop AIDS into his mouth and die. No, he does not. Yes, he does. He's going to ruin Rick and Morty. No, he's going to write an episode of Rick and Morty. And ruin Rick and Morty. Mm, he's a huge Rick and Morty fan. And uh, oh, that's, that's the audio bite I forgot to get in for this episode. Way to fuck up. Oh. Loser. Oh, bother. Oh, yeah. I can't focus with this fucking song. Morty! This is genius. This is this is the it's genius. It's Ricky Morty. This is the genius that we're going to find Kanye West. We're going to Bendigo Morty. We're gonna go to Bendigo. We're gonna pick up Kanye, and he's gonna write an episode for us, Morty. It's gonna be genius. 
Morty's gonna be Jesus. Oh, jeez, Rick, I don't know if Kanye can... Kanye's gonna be... He's a brilliant... He's gonna kill both of us, Morty. So my fist is this is what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? I'm looking for something that's not a fucking ad. Okay. I don't know. Well, moving well, on. You, sure. lost, you lost your time. Morty, do you want to make the announcement? Or, or? No, 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 no. I, 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 I don't want to make the announcement. All right, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Everybody, uh, Rick and Morty is back. Brand new season four in November 2019, this year. We're going to do it this year, 2019. Man, I can't believe we're back. We're going to be back, I mean, in 2019 of November. That's right, we're going to be back. Yeah, Morty. I prefer Bushworld, uh, Rick and Morty, at this so point. So the, the clickbait sites are like, they released a cryptic trailer to tease their season. There's nothing cryptic about that. It that wasn't was even that a, funny. But but yeah, so yeah, they're back. Well, what's his name? Justin Rowland is not allowed to ad-lib. He's just not that funny. I hate to say it. No, he's not. If he doesn't have... Uh, Good writing? Yeah. Kind, kind of like kind of like a skit about a um, stormtrooper. In- <laughs> kind of like a skit about a stormtrooper. Yeah. If just, the writing's not just, there... Just went, just went downhill. The no. voice acting is fabulous. Voice acting was great. Yeah, well. Spot on. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> Clearly we tried and did, we fucked it up. Did not work. Yeah. Before surprises! No, yeah, that, that time has passed. <laughs> yeah, we're not going Put it down, Bane. Uh, but it rises! No, it doesn't. <laughs> you need a blue pill to get it to rise. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. The, the last piece of news is Indiana Jones... Uh, is anyone ever going to replace Harrison Ford or is he just going to wheelchair his way around another four well, movies? According to Harrison Ford, he says uh, when he dies, Indiana Jones dies. That no one should ever replace him. They shouldn't reboot it and they can go pound yeah, sand. probably going to reboot think, it eventually. Uh, what's his name to do it? The, the Brendan guy. Fraser? No, no, no. The one. Uh, oh my God. No, Bre- Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser from The Mummy as the new Indiana Jones. Well, that's isn't that exactly what he is exactly what it is. But actually, I think that would work. Yeah, but Brendan Fraser was his own character. They weren't the same. It should. Oh, I guess just blanked on the dude's name. The the guy who they were saying the black guy who was going to be the new um, 007. The English Idris Elba. Idris, yeah, Idris Elba. He should be Idris Elba. Yes, he should be 007 and James Bond. And Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. <laughs> because 007 and, and James Bond. And Sherlock Holmes. And 006. He could be traveling too. Yes. And he and could be traveling train. And Captain Picard. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirk. Yes. You need so, to yeah. signal your own fail on that. <laughs> oh, wrong one. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Took me a second to find. Way to go there, Scott. But uh, yeah, that about wraps up the news, and then we just got some uh, some lovely lo- 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 lovely reviews to do. Lovable reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so was that what you're waiting for? You're I, waiting. I, I, I was. I was just giving it a moment to breathe. See, I told you I'd have the fucking bitch trained. Uh, you know <laughs> he's, what? He's waiting for certain cues now. Yeah. I, dude, like the training you really should pay attention when people make you drink, Scott. Just saying. Quiet, you little bitch. Oh, my God. I will pour my 
balls on your computer. Man, that's not how this sub, that's not how that's this not how balls work. Works. <laughs> that's not how balls work. Uh, that's well, not how this relationship works, my little sub. Okay. Uh, um, so I saw a, a couple of movies recently, one of which, Brightburn. That was pretty good, actually. It was kind of fucked up. More fucked up than I thought it was going to be, gory-wise. But I uh, heard it was very gory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's James Gunn, so I should have expected it. He but, didn't uh, do anything other than <laughs> produce it. Why does James Gunn get so much credit for this? Because James Gunn's awesome. He didn't do anything other than produce it he didn't direct it he didn't write it his brother wrote it so did he really yes oh no shit how about yeah, that what's because the you brother who's dick. in uh guardians of the galaxy that brother uh, that's a good question yeah no, well, well yeah, we don't really need to find that out uh anyway so brightburn just you, a note for you later you bitch. maybe oh yeah oh, just so you don't bitch. forget yes i totally will forget um, so Brightburn, critic consensus, let's see on the tomato meter, uh, the tomato meter actually 59%, audience score 73%, uh, critic consensus, although Brightburn doesn't fully deliver on the pitch black promise of its setup, it's still enough to offer a diverting subversion of the superhero genre. Uh, that's, that's fair. It's um, not, it's Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn, so he has lots of brothers. Yeah, the gun family. And just- it was not the one who plays, uh, who, who's the body double for Daddy Gun was just raccoon. a load of bullets in Mommy, that's for sure. Apparently. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, essentially, it's very simple concept. It's evil Superman as a child. Um, so here's the one interesting thing that I've heard about this movie, and you'll have to confirm it for me, is that this movie really takes the... Man of Steel, it, it's a reflection on the Man of Steel version of Superman versus the Donner version of Superman. Because if you watch the original, well, the Man of Steel version, you know, the whole concept is that he comes up as a kid and he has these powers. He's bullied and he has a lot of control because he could easily have killed those kids. Um, it's, it's interesting, too, because there's uh, a scene where he gets his X-ray vision in Man of Steel and psychologists actually use that scene to show parents uh, if your autistic child has an episode, that scene in Superman or in Man of Steel is actually what they use to describe. Like, this is what your child's going through. There's too much input. They can't understand. Oh, so that's kind of, kind of like when they have like the YouTube thing where like, what this is what schizophrenic people hear. This is in order for everyone else to get a feeling of what is going yeah. on in their world. So they'll show that to parents of children with autism to understand. So, so it's wait, Clark hiding in a closet. X-ray vision? Yelling. Yes, they do. Autistic kids have x-ray vision. Duh. Oh my God. You just realized that? That's amazing. So anyway, <laughs> okay. the parallels between those... I was about to those, say something horrible. I know you I were. Really yeah. so, so the point is... I caught myself on that one. Is that uh, his parents in Man of Steel teach him control and teach, you know, their, their family loves him to a point like where his father's willing to sacrifice himself, not only to, because he says the world's not ready for Superman, but maybe Superman's not ready for the world where he has like some maturing to do because he has so much power. So that's where they're saying Brightburn is a reflection of Man of Steel versus some of the other ones because they're talking about a child who grows up with these powers who does not have the same level of maybe like parenting or or control that um, 
the the Cavill well, really Superman has. That's when Superman, they always go into the storyline that it was his parents, the Clarks, that made Superman what he was. And they go back to that multiple times. And this this literally was just one... This could have been one bad day on the Clark Ranch. And that's that's the concept. So do they execute that mirror properly there, Noob Noob? Well, look at you being able to read a Screen Rant article like a good boy. Um, Screen Rant article? Are you that kidding was me? Regurgita- I read that before this episode started. You regurgitated a Screen Rant thing. That's nonsense, because yeah. I came up with that concept oh, before well, I even mm, see Brightbird. Even, what was even, that? Even you getting a little that, flush there? Noob noob, even if that actually happened, your job is to keep your fucking mouth shut, because that's the same thing that... We here don't like to plagiarize your, 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 or steal voices. That's not what, plagiarizing. What's, what's that game... Website that you listen to? Put down the Twinkie? IGN. IGN, because that's exactly what they do. They plagiarize the shit out of everything. Well, yeah. They just don't call each other out on their bullshit. Well, we not hear, to mention, maybe noob noob. We hear that's Dorky. pretty basic analysis of you, Man of Steel. You're a pretty basic analysis of Just face. like we talked about we're how pretty, people use the Hulk when they're talking to their, chi- when they talk to children about how they arrange their emotions. Great. It's the same basic psychology. Look at you being a professor. So congratulations, Noob Noob. You, you should, uh, regurgitated some bullshit from Screen Rant. Oh my God, thank you. Where I already did some analysis. Wait, no, of, you didn't. of everyone here, Noob Noob, you're a fucking parrot. Like if anyone's regurgitating shit in this room, it's you. I think you're the one That's who's regurgitating shit. That's you. I don't regurgitate mm. shit. That's why I'm so fat. You are exactly. If I could regurgitate, I wouldn't be so fat. If there's it's someone who bulimia. looks like a tall bird and regurgitating on things, I'm pretty sure it would be it's noob, just noob. 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 Mm, yeah. A sexy you're talon like, bird. You're you're like the you're like a crackhead big bird. Crack bird. You're like if if big bird had a heroin addiction, that would be you. Like and regurgitated meth. all his like, food. Like meth. Like they would be like meth bird. Not, meth bird. Not uh, PCP or acid. No, no, no just, just meth. Just crack. Straight up smoking crack. And meth. Crack from a, meth. From a pipe. Crackling meth. Yes. Yes, that's pretty like much popping how it candy, crackling meth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yes. That's where uh, all your teeth went. To answer your, uh, fuck you, that's a sensitive topic for me. Do you have uh, teeth? Yeah, I do. You sure about that? Because I thought the meth took them all. You still, ha- you, still have a, you still have a tooth left? Okay, we're still going on with this. <laughs> oh, we're uh, going to. I'm a good gummer. Look at me, smile. I want to see what color your tooth is. Oh, look, wow. he's got that one tooth. Ah, that's a little brown. I'm going to turn off how the fan. Do, You're going to sweat to death. How do you eat corn on the cob? <laughs> I just gum it. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. just one row at a time. We're going to get to the reviews, or is this going to be a two-hour-long episode? I don't know. I asked you a question. You never answered it because you, you started keep saying talking. I was regurgitating bullshit. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, I opened up a can of worms that I didn't really want. So, uh, <laughs> ah. But you know what? That one tooth, you can hook that worm and suck it right in. Oh, right in. my God. I will flick you right in the dick. So, to answer your question 20 minutes ago that you stated, uh, yes, it, it is kind of a parallel. Uh the parents, so the mom is kind of like Martha Kent, but then the dad, not so much like uh, Jonathan Kent. So he um, won't give his life to no, teach so his like, son a lesson? Yeah, so like the mother, super loving, caring, always believes the so best. It was, it's pretty much a deadbeat dad. No, he's just so scared of, if super, of his powers. If Superman was trying to be born and raised in Narstown. <laughs> yes, yes, super reference for everyone that doesn't live in Narstown. Doesn't live in uh, Narstown. <laughs> But yeah, so like the dad is uh, pretty much fearful of his powers, and then you know as things progress, that kind of turns on him. So he doesn't actually just heat up cups of 
hot cocoa for his dad and hand them to him? No, no. But uh, it's essentially, yeah, if if Superman didn't have a conscience is is kind of how this this goes. And was like 10 they years do, old. They do dan- yeah. they do dance around the subject a few times when you go through the comics and the, and the cartoons and stuff like that. They have an alternate universe where yes. Superman killed Lex Luthor and was the like all What's out, that like, video game Injustice Among Us? Lois dies and goes insane yeah, and starts was, murdering there everybody. There was Justice League. Um, Gods and Monsters was one of them. It was the Justice League Unlimited series that traveled with it. Um, I mean, they have touched on a few times, even like one time when he was battling um, Doomsday, he finally said, now I can let loose and just goes fucking ape shit on him. Would you like to see a sequel? Yes, because it would be interesting if they, where they left it to see if they do it in the horror film style again. So don't spoil it, but they did leave it open for a sequel. Yes, it would be very drastically different from the, from the predecessor, but yes, it could have a sequel. There was oh, yeah. I was not prepared for like I cringed on like three of the kills. Is this like is this like Saw style? It's gory. Gore? It it no it. Well, the one or is it or is it like the style gore where it's like holy shit I felt that in my leg. You know mm. like like you could like it's so aggressive. You like can when feel the, dude the pain cut his arm off in that movie. Yeah, like like you can actually worse than that. You, you have it's was it sympathetic? You didn't see that movie. So you sympathetic even know what I'm accessory about. or whatever. Saw? No, the movie. No, um. 28 days. No. <laughs> yeah, right? Isn't it? Is it something like that? Well, the guy gets stuck under the boulder. Yeah. Based on the true story. And he cuts his own arm off. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that movie. Where he pees goofy, and drinks the pee. Who's the yeah, goofy James actor? James yeah. Franco. 127 hours. There you go. That's yeah. it. But yeah, it, where like, it, it's like sympathetic accessory or whatever, like sympathetic feeling where like you yeah. see it and you feel it because it's so... like No, it, it's like, just... You were getting that or... It's fucked up looking. Okay. Yeah. It's just... It's disgusting. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Just be prepared. Is it as disgusting as Hancock, where he shoves another man's head up someone else's ass? On that same level. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is this, yeah. is this like disgusting, like the opening song to an episode that you're currently listening to? <laughs> yes, that was quite graphic. Um, okay. Well. But yeah, so I, I would say anyone who's a fan of like horror movies, gory horror movies, and superhero lore, I would say give it a watch. It's not the best movie. It's actually kind of funny in some parts too. So it does have some comedic relief. Um, but yeah, I, I so would it recommend it. So has some yucks. Without, without uh, spoiling it. Do you agree it. Does, does it with the audience score or the critic score? Mm, audience score. I'd say, yeah, 70, 73%. So it's, it's like not a C that minus? Bad. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it's good. And it's not too long. So if it was longer, it would open itself up to be shittier, but it's an hour and a half long. Yeah, so fair enough. Then uh, we have uh, some movies you watched, or actually shows, uh, Catch-22 with the Cloonster. Oh, the Cloonster. This is one of those, uh, it's a period piece based in World War II, Catch-22. It's the unfilmable movie. and Well, it's actually a book. Is it unfilmable? Because they filmed it. It's a, mo- it's a show. So technically it was filmed. Oh, so I know it was unfilmable. filmed. It's considered unfilmable because if you watched it in order, it would just be a guy whining about not wanting to do his duty during war. So It'd this is a boring. story about Noob Noob. Pretty much. This bitching because he doesn't want to do his job. Well, it has, has pretty good tomato meter, 85%. Well, okay. So it's a satirical novel uh, written by Joseph Heller in 1953. I have read the book. I'm a fan of the book. Um, a Catch-22 is like an obstacle you can't overcome because there's a rule that says you can't do it. So like if you're insane... 
you'd have to be insane to fly missions where people are shooting at you and you can get shot down. But if you're insane, you should get out of the war. But you can't be out of the war insane, because you have to be sane you enough. You shouldn't to, be flying a plane. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So you're not really insane. You're just pretending. You're just crazy. So what's weird is the book itself is a dark comedy and then kind of turns into like the horrors of war and like a critique on war. I have no idea where they were going with this show. Like the show was, if you're a fan of the book, yeah, it like hits all the notes of the book, but it doesn't, it's did not you, nearly as funny as it should have been. Did you watch the whole thing? Whole thing. Six so, episodes. And you still don't know where it went. It does not 100% meet with the novel. So theoretically, they could have a season two. I hope they don't. Um, so even though they left it open-ended as in they didn't finish the story, you're correct. still like, please don't finish the story. Please don't. That's horrible. Yes. That's that's completely opposite of the 80-whatever percent that... Got a huge A-list on cast, Tomatoes too. There. Like, well, that's the... That is not... That's the the audience. If you looked at the tomato meters for Catch Twenty Two, you'd see there was a big differential between the uh, between what the the actual fans said and what the people who who watched it said. Um, if only someone would put it back on Catch Twenty Two. Oh, oh geez, Christ. how hard is that? Audience score gave it a seventy eight percent. Huge difference. Huge. Huge. It's Huge. certified fresh. It's 85% by the critics. That's only 52. So here's what I would say. I think if you aren't familiar with the book, which I would say 90% of people probably did not read the book and they're just like, oh, I'm just going to watch this. It was fine. Uh, the lead actor, I kind of found him to be obnoxious and annoying. He was just basically a coward, if you could tell me who that was. Christopher Abbott? Yeah. But it dropped some heavy A-list stars on it. George Clooney, Kyle Chandler. Um, <laughs> That's it. G- no, there's more. Gian- oh, Hugh Laurie? Yeah, Hugh Laurie's oh. in it. Uh, Kevin J. O'Connor's a bit. He's been in tons of movies. Who else? Uh, there's a bunch of other kids who are like unknown, so it's weird. It's like a mix of A-listers and non-A-listers. And uh, I forget, does Clooney direct this thing? I think he does. Uh, he's I know he's an executive producer. producer. I don't. He might direct it. I'm not I don't sure. Know if he's directed. Has Clooney had a lot of good directing gigs? Who's the? What's the one movie he directed? Uh, the The Men Who Stare at Goats. Like he does seem to like uh, military espionage yeah, type stuff. But they're usually weird things, aren't they? Well, that Men Who Stare at Goats is kind of weird. Yeah. Yes, I so, saw that. That was very weird. He's, uh, you know, I thought it was actually well directed. But his wife is beautiful. Is she? Yeah. What's her yeah, face? Yeah, he directed two episodes, the fourth and the sixth one. The first, the fourth, and the sixth. No? Nope. So he didn't fourth, direct the whole thing. Sixth one. Four? Six. Okay. Four. He directed two so episodes. A few and six. Oh, he directed The Ides of March? Apparently. And, and The Monuments Men. He directed that yes. too, which people Good Night and Good Luck? Oh. Yeah, he's directed a handful of He things. also did not oh. direct the movie that you talked about. Good Luck. What that movie? One. The one, the men who stare at goats. Oh, he just started. He was just in it. Yeah. Oh well, fine. I'm wrong. Whatever. Suburbicon. Because we've never, because we've never been wrong before. I know. Because that's never happened. So this is like one of those award-winning shows, though, where people are going to be like, "Ah, this has won some awards," and people like it. It's a little pretentious. 
Um, if you like a World War II drama, yeah, it's kind of cool. If you want it to be authentic to the book, yeah, not, not so, so much. much. I thought the book Jinx. was way funnier than it was in the show. Like, there's like some really absurd shit that happens in the book, and they show it. I mean, it matches it. The tone doesn't match. That's my but biggest. They don't. Critique. They don't do the book justice. But it's always been noted that this is an unfilmable book because they've done like two or three movies of it. Like it's just it's really so difficult. They should have left it unfilmed. Probably, but you know George Clooney was like, "I want to do a World War II thing that's really challenging." And blah 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 blah. You're wrong. Yeah, I mean, at one point the guy, the like, this isn't really a spoiler, but the lead character refuses to do missions. Like he refuses to wear clothes anymore. And you would think that was really funny that he's on a military base and he refuses to lose wears clothes, but it's not funny at all. No, oh. it's funny in the book. They're like they're like forcing the fact that he's trying to get himself kicked off. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. I'm sure that his character Yosarian was a like. Did you ever see Mash where they have that guy like Klinger? Klinger is yeah. trying to get. I think that character is based so on. So he's a Klinger, but not funny. Correct. All right. It should have been funny, but it wasn't. Put him in a dress, it would have been great, but just running around naked, naked now no. he's just crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy. Now he's just and crazy guy. scaring people. And they send him up in the plane with no clothes on, so whatever. Well, I, mean, if, I mean, it gets hot up there, I guess. I mean, Just make sure you grab there. the right joystick. So, well, he does get his balls shot up. So why nah. do you think they call it the cockpit? Yeah. <laughs> so next. Uh, Wandering Earth was a movie that no American saw, but everyone in China did. You know, it's like the third top grossing movie in the entire world. Yeah. Did you know that? So I know it now. It made 700 million worldwide. What's this? Five million of Wandering it is from Earth, the United States. Magically dropped on Netflix like, it's I just, don't know, a couple weeks ago. This is where me and every one of our listening audience have something in common. We have no clue what this is. So why is this even on our episode? Why are we even talking about this? Because it's the third biggest movie in the world and it magically dropped on Netflix. And nobody cares. But that's the point is that it's the third highest grossing movie in the world. So should I care? If you liked Armageddon. Has anyone seen it? Uh, about a billion people in China did. Has anyone in this country seen it? Enough to pay $5 million. And whoever watched it on Netflix and me. You watched it. I did. So is it worth watching? If you like Armageddon. I is it Chinese Armageddon? It's Chinese Armageddon. Except it's cool because it's Chinese and there's a little bonkers. So like Armageddon's a little bonkers because we're like, yeah, we'll take some oil drillers and we'll send them up into space and they'll probably be able to blow up an asteroid, which is actually worse than trying to do something else with the asteroid. Like blowing it up is a bad idea, but whatever. It is what it is. We'll use nukes. That's the U.S. way. Guess what China's way of saving the Earth is? Godzilla! I wish, but... Ah, it's Japanese, it's, motherfucker. What? It's a Chinese movie. It's not but Japanese. Godzilla's Japanese. Well, that's what he said. Yeah, well, he's racist. Okay, well, fine. Okay. So, will the Chinese decide, you know what? Let's just move all of Earth. It's in the way of something else. Let's just move it. It's cool. Passive aggressive. They have to. They have to. They literally. The whole plot is they have to shoot the Earth around Jupiter to get out of the solar system because the sun is expanding and it's gonna uh, burn the Earth to death. Yeah, that sounds insane. Yeah, yeah. So they strap a bunch of motors to the Earth and they're like, "Let's go. Let's just just drive drive it." it." So they turn Earth into a rocket ship. Yes, they do. 
it's fucking bonkers (laughs) (laughs) so it's a fun movie on that sense i think the acting is like the special effects are pretty damn good uh it's almost as good as any hollywood movie so i i found it to be amusing i would recommend it if you like a disaster movie and you're okay with uh english dub i thought it was pretty amusing but i also you know if you could get through armageddon you can get through wandering earth yeah, I want to see it now that they turn Earth into a rocket ship. That sounds awesome. <laughs> they just strap some rockets to Earth and they're like, let's go. There are some very distinct Chinese cultural references, but it's still good. Oh, is, is this the song? Oh, fuck. What the fuck? Take it in your hair. Spread it's like it you everywhere. No. Keeps it soft. I'm gonna take you in the back door. <laughs> it's not even rhyming at this point. It does, doesn't matter. It's beautiful. you in the face. Okay. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, so, speaking of Netflix, uh, Lucifer is now on Netflix because it got saved from its cancellation. One of the Fox. few shows that gets saved. Yeah. The Neil Gaiman uh, written show, right? Is yeah, it based all, off of his uh, Yeah, it's off of the... No, it's a, based off a comic book. It's the Vertigo. So I started watching Lucifer in season one and gave up right away in season two. I gave it up got immediately after the second episode. It was episode. horrible. Why? It got it's so fantastic. bad no. right away. It was so dumb. Lucy and it was on Fox, and there was no nudity. Horrible. Is it any better on Netflix? Uh, Well, I liked it from the get-go. Well, you're not the fucking one to go to for this then. Hey, the audience score, 96% out of 81 people. Just saying. And wait, how many reviewers? Six. Six reviews at 100%. Do I need to go through season one through three to watch season four? Not really, no. I know we're really lazy, and we don't actually like to participate in Rotten Tomatoes. In anything, actually. But come on, man. There's only six reviewers for Lucifer. Because only six people watched it. All those Lucy fans. Right. I so, thought it was good. And and they all stole the reviews from someone else anyway, so it's not that big a deal. Pretty much. So we just don't yeah. bother to participate. We'll just, eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, if you liked seasons one through three, you're going to like season four. Like or love? Live. Live? It's in between. It's in between like and love. Like It's like I like like you. It's like it's like like you. When you spend time on the taint, you know, you're a little bit. Taint your balls, but taint your asshole. Is, is Scott been you know, overly sexual like in recently? In between the two. Very sexual. It's, yeah. it's just kind of like right in the middle. I was trying still, to keep this PG-13 with the like-likes. Still a like, little, little pleasure, but not so I much. I stopped being Bruno, and then he goes full rapey. you wash. <laughs> so Lucifer, if you liked it, keep on going. If you didn't. Yeah, it deals with the ramifications of the season three ending. That's why I was so pissed when it got canceled. Because it was like a paradigm-altering reveal. And uh, Tom but he Ellis. wasn't actually Satan. He's actually Jesus. Yes. Oh wait, so he's not actual the Lucifer. No, he is. It the, doesn't matter. The revelation is the main girl Chloe finally sees him as the devil. Again, why she couldn't Again. see that from the first episode that no, we saw? Why? Why? Because they did it at the end of season one and the beginning of season two. They had her have some sort of like mental prolapse. Yeah. So she, yeah. she ignored it and igno- so now he had to go see a fucking therapist to be like, 
I showed her my face and she ignores it because she never actually saw it. And I guess there's a mental block. And th- 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 that's stupid. All right. So, so move fucking on. dumb. Yeah. Uh, watch it if you like. Lucifer. So fucking yeah. stupid. Uh, but John Wick is another thing I saw. Wick, wick, wick. And that was fantastic. John lick, Wick lick, 3. Lick, lick, lick my balls. Parabellum, which means prepare for war. Oh, you actually did look Bitch. up the Latin. They say it in the goddamn yeah, movie. Looked it up. What's the first part of Parabellum? That's really loud. Uh, they say that in the movie too, but I don't remember that. That's because you don't know your Latin. Yeah, I don't know Latin. It's a dead language for a reason. Mm, uh, it's not that dead. You're about to become a dead language. It's pretty dead. What do you mean? People use it in scientific stuff all the time. Mm, science is dumb. Oh, <laughs> okay. What are you, a politician? Yes. Huge. Um... But yeah, John Wick 3 uh, was fantastic. Some people have still not seen it. Yes, there's some bullets. Uh, following the events immediately after Chapter 2. Um, and uh, this definitely probably doubles the action in Chapter 2. Doubles down on action? Oh, it's ridiculous, the amount of killing he does. It's absolutely insane. The Keep fight, the chore- fight choreography the is on point. There's probably two... Did you know that the director of John Wick, do you know who he used to be? Not a clue. He was, uh... He was, um, Keanu Reeves' stunt man in the Matrix movies. Really? Yeah. So as a stunt guy became a director. Yeah, go for him. And John Wick is... Those movies are well-directed. I enjoy them thoroughly. I just caught a video again today of him training for these movies. Bonkers. The dude is insane. The dude is so good. Oh, he does 90% of his own stunts. Oh, my... I mean, talk about somebody who's dedicated and does things right. And, And that's the coolest thing about Keanu Reeves. Even in, like, life, he's just... The perfect dude. He's the perfect celebrity. He's self-deprecating. Super He's nice fun. guy, supposedly. Super nice. He bought ice cream just so that somebody, so he could autograph the uh, receipt. That's the last story that we heard. In fact, yeah. uh, Parabellum, which does stand for Prepare for War, is also used in context of CV Passum Parabellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. Yeah, they say that in the movie. I just okay, well, you didn't know it. So <laughs> well, it's not called okay, the full dum-dum. thing. It's just called Parabellum. Dum dum, but the tomato meter eighty nine percent, audience score ninety percent, critic consensus. John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum reloads for another hard hitting round of brilliantly choreographed, over the top action that fans of the franchise demand, which is right on point. There's probably two fight scenes that stand out like more than the rest, and they're absolutely fantastic. Are people talking about like I remember in two they had that whole underground fight sequence that people were going bonkers about. Yeah, there's Does this have it have that as well. Yeah, there's a scene. Yeah, without talking about it. Yeah, there's a scene like that. Do they kill any dogs in this one? They don't. Can I kill a dog right now? No. Yes, please. John Wick's gonna. Be I mean, really that's the pissed. motivation because he, you know, got his dog killed. Theon Greyjoy, right? Yeah, I never realized that it was Theon Greyjoy. You didn't know that that was Theon Greyjoy. Now I do, but I, I didn't at the time. But uh, yeah, the the. Halle Berry's in this. She's fantastic. It uh, must be so good because they already said that there's already a release date for John Wick 4. Yeah. yeah, yeah they, they already, they already released date. 
Oh yeah, no, it, it's uh, well, I, again, I, I can't give anything away, but uh, <gasps> since somebody you could say that there's a obviously he doesn't die. He didn't <laughs> yeah, die in any does, other movies. He does not yeah, die. We're not fucking stupid. It, it's set up for another one. Yeah, and oh, uh, yeah, they set for four. John Wick, <clears throat> the zombie it's, um, apocalypse. It's making money. I don't know what the budget is, but the first two movies did not have a big budget. It's already made 120 worldwide. Um, so it's definitely already made its budget back. But uh, yeah, John Wick is what fantastic. What was the budget of the last one? Like 30 million or something. Let me Get see. the F out of here. Let's see. John Wick John chapter Quickie. two. And John Wickie. And, and while you're Doesn't looking even that say. up, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, kill another dog. John Wick are you really trying? What are you trying to make John Wick five? Really? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> I would say anyone who wants action and Keanu Reeves, because that man can just do no wrong. He's fantastic. I, always. I mean, look at look at this guy's career. All the movies he's done. Even the bad movies are good movies, except for The Matrix. The Matrix just suck. No, the They're first horrible. Matrix. The first Matrix is amazing. Is mind blowing. Two and three are horrible. horrible. Just bad. Just bad. The whole Merovingian. Although it's funny though, you talk about like touchstone, like cultural moments. Although, like Catherine, then, Catherine Zeta Jones in that was fucking gorgeous. Catherine Zeta Jones. Was that her? No. The Merovingian's uh, wife? Yeah, the Merovingian's wife. Who was no, that? the one who had a completely see through oh, dress. Her the plastic. She yeah, had like she a. Fucking gorgeous. She had like a, a, a latex see through yeah. dress. It was ridiculous. Carrie Ann Moss, the main. No, one? the Merovingian's wife. I don't know who that oh, is. God. Just look up the Merovingian's wife. Who I'm cares? Not, it doesn't I, matter. Yeah, I'm going to look it up later when I'm playing with myself. It doesn't matter. But yeah, she's fucking gorgeous. The She's the girl. She like yeah, speaks two Italian. And three, two and three beginning. sucked. Horrible ass. Yes. But all, other than that, everything that Keanu Reeves has done has been fucking amazing. That's not like Keanu Reeves' fault. No, not at all. I mean, but I mean, just everything he's involved in. I mean, Bill and Ted. Hello. Have like, you ever for seen years and years and years? They're bringing back Bill and Ted. How awesome is that? They are. So Keanu Reeves movies. What have you seen, Noob Noob? Uh, have you ever seen Speed? Speed, yeah. The Matrix? Yeah. Have you ever seen Point Break? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seen Point Break with Yeah. They surf. And they wear the masks and they do the robberies. I wasn't ready sure for that. about that. I couldn't hold it. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Point Break's good. I saw the remake too. What are the masks of? I forget. Uh, you didn't see it. And you know he's super hot right now because the preview for Toy Story 4 came out and he's one of the voices on there and people are freaking out about it. And then people are freaking about his new Netflix movie. He's not the star of it, but he makes a cameo where um, who's the actress? Is it Ali Wong? Ali Wong says something about like she had crazy, freaky anal sex with somebody, and then Keanu Reeves shows up, <laughs> and like the two of them are so freaking hot. What's the name of the movie? Maybe always, maybe always be my, be my maybe. maybe. Yeah, so that's coming out. Like the dude is just on fire. He's yeah. so, but well, he's. He I think he's been. always been a great actor. I like Forty Seven Ronin. Everything you've seen. Oh my god! Yeah, there's an underground one. Um, what about Last Samurai? That's he Tom was, that Cruise. Was Tom Cruise. That was Tom Cruise. Also a good movie, not Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <Not> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he was but the voice was of Keanu, movie. the cat. Was he really? Yeah. Was he like, Mrow. scroll down, what else no, does he have? actually Z, who's more like, meow. Knock, Did knock, you see it? No, Where no, he gets raped by he really like, hot girls. He was like, meow. An Eli Roth production. Yeah. 
Man uh, of Tai Chi. Knock, yeah, Knock Knock. Definitely. He did The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's that a crazy movie. movie. Guys. Constantine, I enjoyed. Street Kings. That was okay. Guys, tonight when, when the girlfriend goes to bed, go to the other room, take your laptop, and put on Knock Knock. <laughs> and just... just yeah. Hardball, that's pretty good. The I enjoy replacements. Devil's Replace- Advocate is a classic. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. Speed, obviously. Of course. Little Buddha, Much Ado About Nothing. Not oh, he was in Bronze Stoker's Dracula. That's right. Oh yeah. Point Break, My Own Private Idaho. He's in so many things. Yeah. Yeah. And so many good things. He's just been, you know, known as a, I don't know. People used to call him Wooden, and now he's like, he's just a great actor. He's done a great job. He's he's Keanu. During the Matrix times, that was the only real thing he was doing was Matrix. So everyone was just like, he's Neo and nobody else. That's all he does. But when you look at before Matrix and after Matrix, everything he's done has been amazing. Would you, like, I think John Wick has really cemented his career as, like, he's an action star. It's reminded everybody of how amazing the guy is. But I don't think that John Wick is not the same character as Neo. Like, I think they're different characters. No, John Wick would fuck up Neo. Different characters. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the guy does have a range. He has a huge range. I was saying, like, if you look at his career from high points to low points, Bill and Ted... He was on top of the world. Matrix, he kind of dropped. People kind of forgot his name and were like cornholing him into like the Matrix row. Or like he's horrible. But Matrix is what did that to him. After that, he did a couple of things. John Wick has absolutely had a resurgence where people are like, oh my God, this guy has been amazing his whole life. He's always been amazing. Matrix is not, you know, his fault at all. And I've accepted the fact that he's just a really cool guy. I mean, the, the Keanu Reeves on a bench meme. Was, oh yeah, you know, that was going around forever. The, the the videos of him training for John Wick, the 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 stories of him being charitable and just being amazing to God his damn. Fans. He was born in '64. <laughs> he was born in Beirut, Lebanon. Dude, this guy is he is a not the cat people think he is. No, not at all. Born in Le- in, in Lebanon in Beirut. His first name means cool breeze over the mountains in Hawaiian. Oh my wow. god. I wish I had he that was name. he was the son of a showgirl. My, my name means toilet paper. <laughs> okay. You never heard of Scott Toilet Paper? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. My uh, name just means Z. Yeah, you yep. Disappointment. Just, um, mm, the letter Z. Zeta, the end all, zebra? the end of everything. Zena, <laughs> Zena's with an X. Zebra princess. Zena's with an X, not with a Z. Xenomorph, but it sounds um, like also with also an, an X, X. <laughs> not with a Z. Xenophobic, also, also with an, an X. X. Zenny, also with an X. Zenny is a Z. No, it's with an X. Grand Zeno from Dragon Ball Z. That's with a Z. Oh, oh God. You- Fucking tricked us! No, God, please, <laughs> no, no, shit. no! Hate you! No! So much! Um, no! Yeah. There's no way that's a real thing. I'm gonna look it up. Grand Zeno? Yeah, it's 100. It a better thing. be with a Z. It is with a Z. God! Uh, now I want to change I my name. Hate him yep, so much. you should. His little boo man. Uh, what would awesome. you what would you change it to? Because K is not as interesting. That's from that's from Men in Black. K is not as interesting. What Q? else? What other Q? No, Q's from from James Bond. We can't use Q. V, v? Mis- Mr. V T, oh, the V for Vendetta, V for Vendetta. T, you could be Mr. white T. Mr. T. No, T is already taken by Mr. T. But you could be the white version. What about J? No, Agent J. J, mm, no, J. We no. can't use J. M, 
No. No M's from James Bond. N? Don't want to use that one. You'll get in trouble with that. Yeah. What about O? O. The big O. Oh, oh big o. Oprah. O face. <laughs> o face. We're, uh, we're getting off topic here. Well, what B else do we have to review? For bonding? B for bo- B for bonding. There you exactly. Go. That's, That's a, a great segue. There. I'm retiring Not after that. Not too bad. That's well, fantastic. Hold on there, noob noob. Before you go any further, I have a surprise for both of you. I don't. Can, does that mean what? we can hold our horses, or do we, no, <laughs> what are we holding? I will kill that horse later, but for now, because we are talking about a special that is very heavily involved with the BDSM community, I decided to bring in our very own expert in the kink realm. We have an expert on something? Uh, for the first time ever. So, coming to us from parts unknown, actually, the K101 Studios which you can also find on scottwillkillyou.com, I brought in Mr. NVT. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks a lot for having me on. And I, I really have to say, uh, damn, that's a shame that I'm your expert. I mean, <laughs> I call me an expert, expert. I, you know, I, I run a podcast, and we've been hosting a month for the last 10 years uh, in and around the city of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. But <laughs> I don't know if my mother would say I'm an expert at anything. Well, in this small room, you're the most experienced of any of us, so we'll give you that much. All right, all right. But I figured that since we're going to be doing a review on this show on Netflix, we'll go ahead and bring you in uh, to help us along and and give your review as well. So, uh, noob noob, how... uh, how did this show do on uh, Rotten Tomatoes? What show is this? This is uh, yes. Bonding on it's Netflix. Bonding about bondage, about bonded people uh, that are... Constant. Are we talking about notary public's bond? Yes. Or are we talking about notary. bonding, like, well, bonding people in friendship? In this show, they get the notary bond stamp and shove it up their ass. And that's, a, <laughs> that's how it gets sealed. Um... <laughs> Sexually. Anyway, so uh, Bonding is a season one show from the 2019s of Netflix um, about, you know, sex stuff. And uh, the tomato meter has things. And uh, 11 reviews. That's a lot. Just like That makes us 12. Uh, Woo! Yeah, so we're the 12th review. The tomato meter is 64%. Audience score with 157 reviews is 80%. That's not bad. That's pretty good. The critic consensus. Ooh, this will be fun. This is a lot of words. Um, so though bonding's juicy spin on friendship and sexuality boldly treads in uncharted territory, like my asshole, the show's writing too often teeters uncomfortably, like me at Bandcamp, between bewitchingly funny, bewilderingly underwhelming to make it truly satisfying, unlike sex with me. Um, so there's that. I don't know why I said all that. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm going like, to stop talking. Honesty works for you. So since these two guys so know so much about this show, Mr. MVT, can you fill us in a little bit on what this show is? What? Uh, it, yeah, it's a great show, actually. Um, I, I liked it. it. It certainly need it left something to be desired. Uh, I think they, they have a great opportunity. To, if Netflix picks it up again, they can bring it back and, uh, and really really expound upon the, the initial material. Uh, the show's about a girl who's a dominatrix. She's actually doming her way through school. She needs an assistant, so she she, uh, she taps her uh, her friend from high school, the guy who took her to the prom, who happens to be gay. And the actress is absolutely gorgeous. The The guy is he's, he's relatively funny. Is he, he gorgeous? Sass. 
Nah, I don't think he's gorgeous. I think he's <laughs> relatively funny. <laughs> uh, but but the, the setups, the 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 situations that they get in can be very accurate in some forms of uh, in some forms of the BDSM community. I, I know they brought on at least two dominatrixes to act as consultants when writing the show. I don't think Netflix gave the show a lot of money. They did not have a long budget or a big budget because the show's only run 17 minutes and there's only eight episodes. So it, it was hard to kind of get invested in the characters, but I like them. Yeah, it did, it did seem like Netflix was definitely trying the show out. It's seven episodes, 15 minutes long, very quick, not a whole lot of time to get to know your characters or get used to them or anything like that. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's what I felt. Yeah, um, I do really like these lead two characters, Zoe Levin and Brendan Scannell. Uh, not a whole lot of work behind them, but I think if this thing gets some legs, they've definitely got a future. Them legs? Yeah, I... Getting some legs. Getting some legs. Shit. Zoe's got some legs. I don't know if you see her in the last episode. Holy shit. Is she naked? No. Oh. No, they, they, stayed, they stayed away from the naked. They stayed away. I mean, the best that you get, I mean, don't get me wrong, you get to see every inch of her body because she's wearing a great latex suit in one episode. She's in, she's in tight leather clad for the rest. She's, mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks fine. Well, she's not underage, so Scott's not interested. So uh, he, he only likes orgies of underage girls named Sabrina. Boys. Um, knowing, knowing Scott, actually, near the end, there was a penguin wrestling scene. I'm sure he'd have gotten involved in that. I actually enjoyed penguin wrestling. I actually think I'm going to have to get a penguin outfit for Noob Noob. We're going to have to go penguin wrestling. Sure. How many fingers is acceptable to shove in a penguin's ass? That's just my question. When for the it's day. you, it's the fist. Okay. Does it? Do you? Is it penguins on ice? <laughs> is it penguins on ice, or is it just penguins like, like sumo penguins? Like, what kind of penguins are we talking here? It's a big felt penguin uh, costume. The guy just likes to wrestle in it. It's funny. <laughs> it's a really funny scene. Yeah, actually, I think Noob would be better in a koala costume. Or maybe a marmoset? I don't know what a marmoset is. <laughs> uh, is it cute and cuddly? But so so far, we're still waiting to find out if there's going to be a season two. Uh, Mr. MBT, what do you think? Do you think we're going to be coming back for this one again? Well, I think with the success of the show that they did previously called Sex Education, which was another great show, uh, that, that kind of broke a few... It, they, they went across a couple lines when they did that show. I think that's what kind of... They had so, so much success with that show. That's kind of what gave them the impetus. They're like, hey, let's throw a little extra money at this and see if this flies too. And as long as we don't have people running for the hills, we might pick up a, pick up a second season as long as it, it gets trending. And and I think it did. I mean, you know, would, would you say Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the, the, the guests call it 80%? That's that's not bad, right, for guests? That's, pre- that's pre- actually up there pretty good for guests. Uh, anything over 70, for the most part, is pretty good. Even the critics at 64 is a positive review when it comes to you know unknown stuff like this. Yeah, so I, I, think, uh, I think Netflix took a flyer off the first time, and I, I think they got a good shot at getting another run. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll get half-hour-long shows and we'll get 10 of them. That would be crazy. That would be nice that we could actually get to know these characters and actually feel for them. That was was the only issue I had with these short episodes was you never really got to feel for these characters, never really cared for them. That was that was the I had two problems with the show. If I had to say anything bad about it, number one was seventeen minutes is not a long time to get involved in any character or story arc, let alone stringing only eight episodes along for an entire season story arc. Um, I felt that was a little rushed, but I get it. The, the people who made the show did the best with what they had. 
the second issue that I had with the with the show is one of the big misnomers about BDSM is that you get into it because you have some sort of damage and that you're carrying that around. You have family abuse or some bullshit like that. And uh, they, they, they pulled that old trope out and they, you know, they, they kind of gave the lead character, uh, the dominatrix, you know, the reason she does this is because she's, she's carrying some baggage. And I'm like, this is such bullshit. Like, you had, you had a good thing going, you guys went and fucked it up with that. But uh, they left it open-ended. So I'm hoping if they do pick it up again, they'll, they'll fix that. So she don't like her daddy? Is that kind of a thing? Uh, actually, actually, it was, uh, you know, she did the whole football team or something along those lines, I think is what it was. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they, so they just they gave her that whole, you know, every time I had sex as a kid, it was just I felt like it's what people wanted from me, so I always gave it out freely, and now I don't. Now I'm just a dominatrix. And, uh, you know, they just they, it's, it's a tired it's a tired cliche in our community. It's like a trope. Yeah, it's yeah. Def- it's definitely a bad trope for people to have. I mean, a lot of people come to the show have zero experience or are afraid to admit that they have experience or are interested in in uh, that community. Um, Mr. MVT, for the, the housewives that listen to our show, which is all one of them, I guess. Oh boy, no, <laughs> oh, where are you going with this? Oh jeez. Um, what, if you're coming into the show with no experience whatsoever in in the community in the kink world, is this um, a safe show to watch for to get an idea of what to expect if you were interested, or is it completely you know? We all know what Fifty Shades of Grey did. It's all lies and dangerous shit. But is this? No, a- no, 50 Shades of, no, see, that that was the misnomer about Fifty Shades. Is is it's not that the things that were done in the show or that were done in the movie were incorrect it was that the relationship that all of those activities were based around was flat out abusive um the biggest thing in the kid community is always everything is safe sane and consensual you know it's a power exchange it's a dynamic exchange you don't just you know you don't sit down with somebody on your first date and you're like okay this is what we're going to do and you're writing out a contract that's bullshit now that's not to say contracts don't happen that's not to say people don't you know get involved in tying up or you're spending an entire weekend in a cage it's I mean, those things absolutely happen in some respects but a lot of times like my day-to-day life my wife and i live a 24 7 bdsm dynamic and we don't we don't have a lot of that our, our dynamic is more power exchange i tell her where she sits i let her know what clothes she wears but in return i give her complete i give her complete and utter care she she's she never wants for anything which is you know that's part of the that's part of the exchange so, you know, and then, you know, of course, there's, you know, she likes certain things about being tied up. And you have this in the, in the show Bonding. You know, you'll find a guy who wants to be in a cage. You'll find a guy who wants to be tied up and given, he wants to give away all that power and control. And yes, those things are accurate. In Fifty Shades, it wasn't like that. It, you know, she was there because she was manipulated into being there. And that's the part that Fifty Shades got wrong and the part that Bonding gets right. People are there because they want to be, not because they're, you know, feeling manipulated. So you're saying they're actually, they were pretty close to real life with this one. Um, yes. Uh, now, they're close to real life in when you go to a dominatrix. I don't know if someone, like, to your original question, I don't know if someone who's getting into the lifestyle or wants to dip a toe in the water or look around, I don't know that you should use bonding as as an example as to what it's going to be when you start out, because I don't think that's true either. Um, 
if you go out to a local munch where you hang out and ask these kinds of questions, no one's wrestling in penguin suits when you go out to a munch. Like, if you're you right. ever tune in a show, it's not like that. You're right. I've never actually seen a penguin at a munch, although that would exactly. be impressive. I would love exactly. that. As a matter of fact, I think the next one I come out to, I'm going to bring Noob Noob along with me in a penguin outfit. There you I, go. I, I would say if you have uh, members or listeners who are interested, don't don't watch. I mean, watch Bonding because it's funny as hell. Um, I, I would say don't use Bonding as as your glimpse into what BDSM looks like. I would say tune into the Non Vanilla Trist K101 podcast every Wednesday night. Plug, plug, plug. Shameless plug. That's what I'm here for, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where does uh like beard knotting or tying your beards together is that a thing that's that's viking sex that's something very different yeah, that's viking sex i'm sure there's a fetish for it somewhere up in scandinavia it's not very prevalent uh in my neck of the woods in pennsylvania only because your beard's not as good as mine i mean no no nobody says fucking scotty everybody knows your your beard is your beard is like epic number one Jeez. sorry Jeez. there scott Jeez. i guess no one's gonna it's amazing be willing to tie your beard together with, with you. Sorry. So uh, one one other question for Mr. MVT. If I was to bring Noob Noob by, uh, how many different devices would you uh, take across his backside? Um, no, however many he would be open to having. See, now... I, All of them? <laughs> what if I don't want to give consent? I just want you to take it from me. Is that is that also okay? See, in a sense, then, that's consensual non-consent, and that's kind of a big kink around here. Well... So, Alternatively, if you, though, if you say I, I I want you to do it, but I don't want you to do it, where no means yes, then you are technically consenting. In which case, look out! We'll like my mouth back. isn't saying yes, but my eyes are saying rape me. Is that so, you catching my drift? As long as we don't use a safe word, you're, yeah, we'll, we, we're going to keep going. The difference between me and Mr. MVT is if you go to his house, he's going to make sure you have consent, you have a safe words, and you're going to be safe. When you come to my house, you're in danger. You'll be lucky if you escape. Major danger, especially if your name is Noob Noob. There's no safe words. There's no outs. The only way you're going to escape is if you remove a limb. I thought that was Boon Boon. <laughs> Boondock. Boondock. There you go. Oh, Scott, these are hard limits. <laughs> hard limits. No means no, unless it means no, yes. Scott. That's well, that's where... It's a wrap it all up. We need the notary public and so yes. that we can have our yes. bonded notary public to that sign that bond me. That's why you have safe words. Mine is Aardvark. Aardvark. <laughs> that could easily come out of you at any time. Uh, sea I, cucumber. <laughs> sea cucumber. Uh, my, my, my wife's safe word is mercy. Make it sexy. That's actually kind of fun. Yeah. That's the, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. It's got to be fun. See, Noob Noob's safe for he's just <laughs> Can we do a whole episode with a ball gag in your mouth? Yes. Yes. We'll uh, do an, sure. an episode with a ball gag hey, in your mouth. Do your, do your episode over at Match Parade Studios where we do the Nominal Trust podcast. We have ball gags over there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that sounds like an invite, Noob Noob. I think we're going. We're going to have a road trip. Absolutely. You guys are welcome to come over. Road trip. There we go. Road trip out for a... Uh, Orc U K101 crossover special. Yeah, why not? <laughs> now that'd be fun. So, uh, Mr. MVT, thank you so much for joining Absolutely. us today. And of course, uh, go ahead and give all your plugs, your shameless plugs right now, where people can find you and what people need to check out. And then I'll do my shameless plug and we'll wrap this up. 
Okay, uh, if you want to try and find us, uh, the K101 Podcast is on YouTube. It's the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 Podcast. The best way to find us is nonvanillatrist.com. Non-Vanilla, T-R-Y-S-T, nonvanillatrist.com. If you want to find me on Twitter, that's the easiest way, at Mr. Underscore NVT. My wife's name is Non-Vanillatrist. We call her NV. You can find her at Silly Kitten. 815 on Twitter. Just reach out, ask questions. That's what we're here for. Uh, the show is live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Actually, the show's live every other Wednesday. But the shows are Wednesdays at 7, and then we uh, rip the audio out, put them up on scottwillkillyou.com so you can listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, all of all the platforms. Woo! So, of course, I will be talking to about you again at the end of this episode. scottwillkillyou.com is the one place where you can find us Mr. NVT, and tons of other content. So, again, Mr. NVT, thank you for coming out with us today, and uh, hopefully we'll have something else we can talk about in the near future. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, thanks. Thanks, you, Charlie. And now I'm going to kill that horse. I guess it was just one horse. Nah, just, no, here, here's another horse. So, what, did these, what did these animals ever do to you? If, if you were going to dress up as an animal, Noob Noob, and, and get ball gagged, would you dress up as a horse? Or would you dress up as like the front of the horse or the back of the horse? Uh, he would definitely be the back of the horse. Probably I mean, come on, a, look at the guy. He's the back of Scott's horse. He would yes. definitely be the back of my horse. Probably a corgi. Yes. A, cor- a just corgi? Straight up corgi? Straight up corgi. Just because you like the wiener part of it. That's not if a hot you, dog. It's a wiener dog. No, it's not. That's a corgi. A corgi is so no. kind of Actually, squat. no, that's a Dachshund. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, but, but corgi is kind dog. of like a hairy... Corgi, like, it's, like a, it's a hairy, it's a hairy hot dog. It's a hairy hot dog. It's a hairy wiener dog. Yeah, my hot dog You would love that. I am so. <laughs> yes, you have a hairy Dude, hot dog. I'm going uh, to put you in a panda costume and wrestle you. Okay. I was going to be amazing. Costume. Panda costume. Can I, what if he dresses like a butterfly? I He'd be think too we can make that happen. No, I think a butterfly costume. A delicate butterfly? So delicate. What we just so lovely. Like a delicate butterfly. Butterfree. And then I don't, what? I don't what's a butterfree? We it's a Pokemon. Just dress you like a butterfly <clears> and then <throat> have our way. Whoa. Come here, little butterfly. This is... Okay. <laughs> so we've gone Need far you. enough off the edges of what Need we normally we we so Scott really needs to get laid because he is pent up. <laughs> what are you doing later there, big boy? So much sexual oh, aggression. Yeah. Uh. I need to not make his drinks as strong because he gets very rapey. Well, <laughs> we had some nice guests on today. and was uh, So if you like what it you up. heard here this week, you can go over to Instagram at our reviews will kill you. Oh, no, no. Instagram is orc you. O-R-K underscore you. You can go over to YouTube at our reviews will kill you. Go to Instagram... Oh my god, I'm repeating myself. Go to YouTube and search Our Reviews Will Kill You. Go to Instagram and ORK underscore you. Go to Facebook.com slash Our Reviews Will Kill You. And of course, as always, you go over to ScottWillKillYou.com where you will find us. Did you say Oreo? Oreos. I'm going to go eat some fucking Oreos. Or you eat some Game of Thrones Oreos. <laughs> Game of some Thrones Oreos. Regular Oreos. And, and I'm going to Tajirian all over Nude News Face. 
Um, <laughs> ScottWillKillYou.com. Go there. You'll find us. You'll find, of course, Mr. MVT in the K101 podcast. You'll find the Doncast. You'll find videos. You'll find the Legion of Lunacy videos with Drunk Ghost Adventures and those effing models. Drunk Goat Adventures? Ghost. I said ghost. Do not Drunk put words in my mouth. Goat. Drunk noob noob. Goat I costume. don't know. I would totally watch Drunk Goat Adventures. Only if it's noob noob in a goat costume. Uh, he's so, a goat. Oh what God. if he's a ghost goat? Dude, you are goat boy. Now that I look what at you, with I can see you. I don't, no, just because I'm going to put dressed up like a goat and hunt you. Oh. We need to dress you up. Don't we have burgers to you eat? You need to be a fancy I'm boy. Dress you like a goat and hunt you down. <laughs> oh, some oh. goat meat. <laughs> the goat. I'm going to have some goat meat. I don't even. Oh. I don't have words. Oh. I don't have words. Scott will kill you. Com because Scott will kill you with insanity. <laughs> well, from all of us here, to all of you at home, from the Orku family, have a pleasant evening. <laughs>